Welcome to Timeless Truth with Pastor Jim Thomas, a resource of the Village Chapel in Nashville, Tennessee. For the next two weeks, we'll be giving our attention to a few past episodes, beginning this week by reflecting on a selection of the Psalms. Looking ahead, in October, we'll begin a new book study on the Gospel of Mark. May these studies equip you to think biblically in all categories of life, so that we all might be formed more into the likeness of our Lord Jesus. Now, here's Pastor Jim. Good day, folks. I'm Pastor Jim Thomas from the Village Chapel here in Nashville, Tennessee. And alongside me today, a good friend, uh, Pastor Chris Jackson. He's from the Pleasant Green Missionary Baptist Church on Jefferson Street here in Nashville, Tennessee. Chris, welcome to the podcast. Hey, good to see you. Good to be here. Well, uh, Chris, uh, you're, I, I, I had to pick somebody that I knew I got, on, got, got along with and could talk e- easily with for my very first time talking with another pastor on the podcast. And I just, man, I, when your, your name popped into my mind, I was like, yep, Chris is the guy. He's the one I want to talk to. I feel special, man. Hey. <laughs> well, thank you so much. How, uh, just to uh, acquaint the folks a little bit, how long have you been a pastor there at uh, Pleasant Green? I've been here at Pleasant Green for eight years and uh, okay. hey, enjoying it still. That's so good. And I know we've uh, we've talked a bunch before and, and, and joined together a little bit on some of the projects that you've got going on over there. And then you and I were on the, the board of, I think it was the Operation Andrew Group for a while together. So uh, just so enjoy uh, you and, and uh, getting to hear a little bit about what God's doing over there. But um, our our goal today is to talk about maybe uh, one of your favorite psalms and something that has been meaningful to you over the years as a pastor and, you know, working with, as we both do, with, with, with people that are going through the bumps and bruises and all of that of life, as well as the joys of life. But I, I think I got it right that you have picked probably the most famous song in history of the world, uh, even even far surpassing the Beatles and all of those other bands, right? That's right. T- t- tell me what, what your favorite portion of, or one of your favorite portions of Psalms is. Well, I love all the Psalms because it's just, just so creative and expressive and mm. you know, just hearing it is always, uh, it's like a bomb to your heart and B-A-L-M to your heart. And so I had a hard time picking out one so I settled on Psalm 23, and I want to look at Psalm 23, verses 4, 5, and 6, the last three verses, only six verses in the, in the psalm. And yeah. I want to look at the last three verses of the 23rd psalm. Oh, man, that's great. That's great. Let, let, definitely. Let's, uh, let's, will you read them for us? Sure. Let's start out with verse 4. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. And I, I really wanted to go back, because, especially because of this whole COVID uh, era that we're in yeah. and the pandemic. I mean, we are literally living in the valley of the shadow of death. Mm. And look to our right and look to our left, to the young and to the old. And, you know, this, this pandemic is not a discriminator. You know, it's mm, that's right. The rich, the poor, the famous, mm-hmm. the not famous, and and you know we're all susceptible. I think for the first time in my lifetime that it's been a worldwide pandemic mm-hmm. to the magnitude, 
And so I think it's important that this psalm, even though it was written so many years ago, still can speak to us right here in this time. And, and yeah. it says, even though I walk through this valley, of the, I will fear no evil for you are with me. You know, Jim, when I think about the promises throughout the Bible, throughout the word of God, one of the words of comfort that continuously comes from the Old Testament to the New is fear not. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a two word sermon that will, I mean, that will connect to anybody. Fear not, you know, even when yeah. Jesus' birth was announced and said to the shepherds, fear not, you know, and yeah. all throughout the Bible is a fear not kind of thing. And so fear can like hold us hostage, you know, and kind of choke mm. us out and kind of get us to the place where we're not flowing and that we're distracted mm. by all kinds of things that will keep us off guard. And, you know, fear is the opposite of faith, too. Mm. So, so God wants us to walk in faith and, yeah. and, and in victory and in, and in sense and good sense as well. And so, mm-hmm. uh, so I just love this. It's so, it's so appropriate. I think even though it really value the shadow of death, fear, mm. no, you mm. thoughts on that with this pandemic, you have thoughts on that? Yeah, I think you're, I think you're right on about how uh, relevant uh, even such an ancient lyric can be in our own day and time. And I, I often tell our congregation, I, I'm pretty sure I'm right about this. I've used my little computer Bible, but I think the most often repeated negative command in the entire Bible is those two words, fear not, or, or be not afraid. Some, some version of that, but it does tell us Tell, tells us what God wants for us. He doesn't want us to be afraid. Right. And I think even, even as we are called to walk in faith in this pandemic, I think he calls us to walk in knowledge as well. Mm-hmm. And, in, mm-hmm. and in, you know, using, see, I believe that is so many times people are either at one or two extremes. They're like, mm-hmm. you know, we don't need medicine. Uh, da, da, da. You know, I'm just walking by faith. Yeah, that's good. Or, or the other extreme, I don't need faith. I'm just walking in medicine and research. I, I think it's both and. I don't think it's either yeah. or. You That's know, good. As we move forward and, and we encourage others, you know, to, mm. you know, God can, there are, there are good, solid, spiritual, holy doctors as well. Who, That's who right. Flowing, and that's their gifting. That's their gifting mm. in medicine. And so yeah. I think taking advantage of all of that is so important. To That's so good. I think you're so right there too, Chris. Our, I've been, you know, I'm sure you have too, been calling our congregation to be in and through all of this, to be gracious with one another and, and to, to, to love one another and to, to watch out for and care for one another. If somebody, you know, if there's somebody that needs something to be able to bring them a meal or, 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 or even to make a, a volley of phone calls and, and just say, Hey, I'm thinking about you today. Right. Right. And the, the latter part of that verse four, it says, uh, mm. as I, it says, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Uh, mm. I've always kind of been intrigued by the whole shepherd's staff, you know, and I, I see you have some artifacts there in your, your office. <laughs> there, but yeah. You know, like uh, one of the pastors I had, he had actually a, a shepherd's staff. You know, and wow. then the long rod, then the curved part, you know, the staff yeah. part. And I think the shepherd's staff on rod is like the 
the curved part is to kind of like rescue, like if a sheep would fall down in a crag or something. Oh, yeah. Rescue to just hook around him and kind of pull him toward the shepherd. And then I think the staff, I mean, the long part is to, <laughs> you might get beat a little bit with a sheep, a sheep that gets out of line, you know, kind of correct it. <laughs> so, it's like a little nudge, right? A yeah, or maybe, yeah. maybe it's, hey, get moving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That's, that's so true. And so I think God, I think mm. we sometimes just only want the crook part to be, you know, kind of brought to God and things like that. But sometimes God uses both of them because sometimes we're in needs of both mm. of those things. And I think understanding wow. that, you know, and processing that and that God is not a just a, a a unilateral one-sided type guy, you know. That's so good, Chris. I think uh, the, uh, such a healthy and biblical perspective on who God is, you know, it's, it's just, you get, you're so right there. Um, well, well, talk to me about verses five and six too, because I want to, I want to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah. It says you, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Now, who wants to eat around enemies, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes this can be a little confusing to me when I you prepare a table for me. And I mean, when you're eating, generally, you like to eat around people that you love, you know, people right. that you feel comfortable around because you don't know who might slip what in your food or anything like that. <laughs> but uh, but I, I think it could also possibly mean that you can bless me even in the mm. midst of folk that don't want the best for me, you know, wow, and wow. still provide for me, mm. and even in the midst of people who don't have my best interest at heart, you know, mm. you table before me in the presence of of my enemies, and and then it says, "You anoint my head with oil, and my cup overflows." Uh, mm. That word, anointing, uh, seems like it was always connected with some type of assignment, you know. Mm. When, when David uh, was anointed by the prophet, he was assigned. And, and interestingly, when, after he was anointed, he didn't ascend to the throne. He went right back out there with those dirty, smelly sheep. So, oh, that's right. Yeah. So we can be anointed, but not yet appointed to wherever mm. supposed to be assigned. But yeah. I think the anointing part is the most important part, not the appointment but that yeah. anointing and, you know, mm. all of our, all of our appointments are not necessarily all celebrated. You know, they're all not mm. all lofty all the time. And mm -hmm. even, listen, even if he had st stayed out there with the sheep, he was still anointed to be with the sheep. And yeah. some of these very Psalms probably came out of being out there uh, with those sheep. So, and, and isn't it cool that, uh, and most people will remember this, how this whole thing begins is, Here's this young man that was a shepherd, but here at that verse one, where he's saying, the Lord is my shepherd. In other words, I'm a shepherd, but I need a shepherd. <laughs> oh, definitely. So true. And, That's and so good. Ever get to a point in a place where we just got it, you know, like, <laughs> we got it like that, you know, uh, yeah. I, I, as a pastor, you know, I need pastors, you know, mm -hmm. I, as a married person who's a counselor, need a counselor. And so mm -hmm. understanding that, that that's just part and parcel of life and growth. Man, that's so good. Well, how about verse six? You've got a couple of thoughts there. 
or uh, it says, surely goodness and love or mercy will follow me all the days of my life. And mm. I, I just love that picture of walking along the road of life and maybe sometimes feeling that shadow of death. But all I got to do is look over my shoulder and I see that love following me. I see that mercy following me. I, I see yeah. that constant companionship, wow. almost like a bodyguard, you know? Hey, oh, I, yeah. I got your back. I'm watching over you. You don't have to worry <laughs> about it because I'm, I'm accompanying you in all the vicissitudes of life. And it doesn't matter what happens. I'm still mm -hmm. with you. You don't have to be alone. Yeah. So. Wow, Chris. And that, I mean, very, again, very relevant for today. I mean, the you know, the level of acrimony in the world around us, the level of, of loss and, 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 you know, and even on top of the pandemic, there's all the regular stuff that has been going on. You know, we, here, here in, here in our own state, we've, uh, you know, with Waverly and the flooding that happened there, we lost, uh, I think 20 some souls there. It's still that all of that regular stuff is going on too. And what a, what a word of comfort and hope uh, this psalm is is offering us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the way you said that, though. I I look, I, I can see over my shoulder that he's got me. You know, so yeah, yeah. It's just a it's just a powerful passage, and a, and I, as you uh, alluded to, you I see pic. I think in pictures, so I see the I see the shepherd sort of like leading the sheep in front. <laughs> that image. Then behind mm -hmm. me, I got, you know, love and goodness and mercy is behind <laughs> me. So in front, I've got a leader in back. I got protection. So it's, hey, I don't there have you to go. walk along this. And then I'd say, as it closes on out, as I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. This ah. sense of permanence, you know, this sense of, of protection and this sense of not worrying, being anxious for nothing, and wow. uh, all of that uh, kind of undergirds and 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 kind of overwhelms us with his with his mercy and his grace. Things that I don't even deserve, you know, mm. don't, don't even deserve his love and his protection. But he gives it to us anyway, and just mm. grateful, just grateful for his mercy. Wow! Thank you so much, Chris, for these thoughts on this. Uh, Psalm 23, these last three verses, I, I think this will be something our folks that uh, watch or listen to this podcast will maybe want to spend some time uh, meditating on those verses a little bit more today on their own. But uh, I wonder if you would uh, perhaps close us out with a with a prayer for, for all of us, uh, maybe tie, tie in this uh, beautiful psalm for us. Yeah, sure. Let's pray. Lord, we're just thankful to you for this day. We thank you, God, for Brother Jim, for his love and for his creativity and this offering here of this mm. podcast. And Lord, we thank you for all the listeners, those who might be hearing it. Thank you, God, that you are our shepherd. And God, we are your sheep, the sheep of your pasture. Thank you, God, for leading us, mm. using the rod and using your staff. Whatever you want to need, whatever we need, God, you administer it. And thank you, God, for allowing goodness and mercy to follow us all the days of our lives. And we are going to dwell in your house forever. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Chris. I appreciate it. All right. God bless, God bless you. Thanks for listening to today's study. Take a moment to leave a review and share this episode with friends and family. You can stay connected by signing up for our newsletter or follow us on social media. 
At the Village Chapel, we believe God's Word is unique in its source, timeless in its truth, broad in its reach, and transforming in its power. For more resources or to support our ministry, visit our website, thevillagechapel.com.